Welcome, welcome, welcome. You guys ready to party? I said, are you ready to party? I need to know if I can start the party. You know what? Start the party. Did Michael give you permission to do this? Start the party. thinking of starting it with what's up <laughs> okay <laughs> which leads us <laughs> into the first episode what a perfect segue <laughs> <laughs> all right man yeah so the first episode of the office mm-hmm. yeah i watched it today because nice. i didn't have any other time to okay. watch it until now but um i don't know i realized that like the the first episode is really just like a Michael character building episode. It is, yeah. Because like they don't really do much with the rest of the characters. Yeah, there's barely any dialogue. It's really just Michael like performing for the camera crew. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because I... So I did a lot of research, or mm-hmm. at least more research into like Greg Daniels. And there's kind of a funny like interview with him where he's talking about like how like Michael's thought process with having the documentary crew coming Mm -hmm. and he was like michael is just hoping that like jennifer aniston is gonna see this and so that's why he's like totally like pulling out all the stops that that just gave me like a lot of insight i was like that makes sense yeah i can see michael thinking that way just like this is gonna make me famous and jennifer aniston is gonna see this that's funny how he he never mentions that ever right no yeah yeah so that was just like how Greg Daniels approached okay. sort of like the writing for it. Okay. And like getting into like Michael's headspace, I guess. Alright. Which was interesting. Yeah. I thought. Huh. Yeah, I I don't know, because the only time they ever like do any other character building is just like little clips between his dialogue. Um, cause like you have like moments like showing like Kevin with the pretzel. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just immediately like this giant cinnamon roll. Like... Um, and, you know, just like the little like Jim and Dwight moments and Jim and Pam. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Like, it's funny because there's a lot of like other background people, but it's pretty clear that they like casted the people and showed the people who were actually going to be right. the office cast mm-hmm. in the later seasons. But yeah, it's just weird to like see all these extras that are basically there for no reason because they yeah. never even have like any bit of dialogue except for in a later episode with um, him firing. Is it Tom or Devin? Devin, it that's Devin. it. Yeah, it's Devin. yeah, yeah. Which is weird because it, it it almost seems like they just put him in there to make it feel more like an office. Yeah, it's mostly yeah. just like body space. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, and it's also weird, like, when Michael's having his meeting, and just to see, like, like who are these people? Like, yeah. these random people in here. <laughs> yeah, like, the entire office is just, like, filled, and mm-hmm. it's, like, it's a really, like, I don't know, I feel like the room got bigger, because it is a set, right, that they're filming on? I don't know, I think it's actually a building. Is it? I want to say it is. Okay. It just feels like the conference room was super small on the first one, I don't know. Oh, like, I didn't notice that. 
Well, because they have like a set of chairs in the center and then they line around oh. the corner of it and like everyone just feels like super tight. Oh yeah, that's true. Into it. And it feels, yeah, it just feels like there isn't enough space, but I don't know if they just got around that with like different camera angles. Yeah. I don't know. But it's yeah, also funny. Yeah, it's also funny because you can see like a very telling light source behind the camera in the conference room. Oh, really? Like, I don't know. That's probably just my filmmaker mind, but it's clearly just like a very cheap like LED light <laughs> that's just like shining on Oscar's face like super brightly. And it's just like, <laughs> you know, like obviously the budget wasn't right what it is at like the later seasons in the office. So it's just funny to see like, like clearly the camera is just in this little corner in the corner of the conference room and then there's an led light and that's pretty <laughs> yeah. much like all they have but <laughs> yeah um but yeah like all the i don't know i feel like we have to go over like all the michael moments and just like how they I set know. up his character just from like the beginning like they set up everyone's character pretty clearly in yeah, the true. beginning you kind of get a glimpse of like who this character's gonna be mm-hmm. throughout the show yeah. But definitely Michael. There's like so many Michael moments yeah. in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote like a little list of just like, you know, obviously there's like the classic mug that he right. buys for himself. Yeah, from Spencer Gifts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Spencer Gifts. <laughs> and then, you know, like the facts he gets from corporate. Yeah. And he doesn't even <laughs> like. Yeah. For me, my notes are just like, that just like sums up this character. For yeah. Me. Just like that interaction. Like, his interaction with Pam and, like, his thinking he's really funny. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, he has, like, this position where it's, like, he's the boss. But he still acts like he's kind of, like, a mid-level employee. Yeah. Which, even though he is, but... <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> at least among his, like, his employees at the Scranton Bridge. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a really weird power dynamic. Yeah. And so they don't know how to act with him, like, playing jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, like the i don't know there's so many things to go over with like how he does everything in the first episode (laughs) just because like pretty much every time he's on screen it's like clearly showing this like power dynamic that he has where he wants to be everyone's friends but he clearly has like he doesn't have the right social cues like especially with the whatsapp part (laughs) and he just keeps saying it and then he waits for them to like start a conversation with him yeah but he doesn't have the gall to like actually like get to know these people on like a deeper level that's true like he's just like did you say something (laughs) like no he's like okay um back to work i'll see you later oh yeah that's an interesting way to look at it it's like he kind of uses these little like jokes that he comes up with to like maybe it'll spark a lifelong friendship yeah. with an employee i yeah. just kind of feel like there there had to be like someone at his high school that like acted like sort of like that uh-huh. and like michael aspired to be him because he had all <laughs> these friends yeah and now he's finally in a position where he can like tell those kind of jokes and mm-hmm. people sort of have to like pity laugh yeah but they still don't want to be his friends <laughs> and not being like himself yeah and, i don't know yeah uh like i think it it very much sums up how he's just like I'm a friend first, a boss second and I think I'm an entertainer third (laughs) where he's just like he knows his goals and yet he doesn't let anyone else like I don't know, he just doesn't let anyone else in to like who he actually is because he clearly has like a groundbreaking personality underneath all of his terribleness it's true though Yeah, because like obviously in later seasons it's like 
you know, he finds a girl that, like, meets his kind mm-hmm. of comedy level. And, you know, he has, like, a heart. <laughs> right. And that's, like, he's such a complex character. Because, mm-hmm. like, on his face, you would just think, like, he's just kind of, like, this annoying boss. Yeah. Like, get him out of the room. No one wants to deal with it. Yeah. But really, he has, like, a deeper character. I mean, he has a heart. Mm-hmm. And, like, you want to like him. Yeah. But it's just like, dude, you need to realize. Yeah. That you're being like this person that no one likes. Yeah. And if you just choose not to be that, then probably someone would like you. <laughs> yeah. I think, I don't know, especially like when Ryan comes in for his, like yeah. when he first comes in and then Michael does like the Hitler impression. <laughs> yeah. It's just like of all of the places you could go with that. Right. It's just not, <laughs> it's not good. That would make me laugh so hard. That, that <laughs> I watch. I was like, oh my gosh! Like, of course he'd yeah. be like, I know Hitler is gonna be funny. Yeah, and that's the, like he thinks he's a comedian, uh-huh. and he has like, like he has like a great respect for like comedy. Yeah, and he like so wants to be a comedian, but it's just he doesn't know like the right time and right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I yeah, that kind of leads into like. um Ryan's character as well because I feel like he starts out as kind of like an Andy character where he kind of mirrors the personality traits of the people around him so that he can fit in at the office because like we learn in later episodes how he doesn't want to like be a certain person at the office Uh so like mirroring people is the best way to do that but I think it's like I don't know obviously Ryan has more of like I don't know um just like knowledge to when to step out of not mirroring someone right because <laughs> like obviously like at the later part of that episode when he's pranking pam he, he's like no i'm not gonna like go on with this yeah. but i think it's super telling like when jim puts dwight's um stapler in jello when ryan just starts cracking jokes yeah that's of, true like but you should put him in custody <laughs> yeah <laughs> And that clearly isn't something that Brian would do. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. he doesn't really do that later mm-hmm. with his character. Yeah. But that makes sense. He's just trying to trying to figure out like yeah. where he's going to fit in in this place. Yeah. And he probably at first thinks Michael is... Like, maybe he might think he's kind of a cool boss. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, that scene with Pam, he's like, okay, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> like, not... his turnaround is super quick. It's, yeah. not, it's not like Andy's at all. Because <laughs> I don't think Andy, like, ever gets out no. of that. But... Um, it is interesting, like, I feel like everyone pretty much does it when they go into a new office, but I don't know. Just, like, it's very telling with Ryan's character how he probably would have turned into an Andy character if Michael wasn't who he is. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he probably would have become, like, the second, second-hand man, you <laughs> yeah. know? Which would have been actually kind of funny. Yeah, that would have been fun <laughs> to, like, look at because Michael's so in love with him. <laughs> just, like... Yeah, I love how you can just see, like, the bromance sparks flying. Yeah. It's like Michael's crush is <laughs> taking off. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not, like, it is kind of telling in the first episode, but I feel like, you know, as it progresses, like, <laughs> he's definitely bisexual for Ryan. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> he, he doesn't think he is, but, you know, he totally is. He has is. feelings for Ryan. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Should we talk about, like... I don't know. Should we just go over, like, all of the character developments in this one? Yeah, sure. Because um, I think, like, I forgot about the one of, like, the first opening scenes with Dwight, where he opens his drawer, and he pulls out the head, head part to his phone, and then plugs it in, as oh. if, like, he just got to work, 
and he locks up his phone oh, yeah. oh, receiver yeah, yeah. Oh, every yeah. night. That's right. It's when he's doing the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's the other thing that I always want to point out is that he's seeing Little Drummer Boy. Which yeah. Which just like becomes like a, like a <laughs> continuing joke. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Between him and Angela. Yeah. And I love like his heavy metal version of it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's so doy. <laughs> yeah, I just found that like super interesting because it's such a... Like, it's just such an interesting way to introduce his character. That's but true. it's so him... Where yeah. he, you like, you put pe- like you put the pieces together that like he locks away yeah. his phone headset every night and then opens it up the next day so he can plug it in. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he's the kind of person who would would do that. Yeah, and like he's with like trusted coworkers, but maybe he does it because of Jim though too. Yeah, it's mostly just, because of Jim. That's I true. Think. But that would just make Jim want to mess with it more. Though, yeah, <laughs> if he did something. Yeah, to like show that he cared about it. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, and just like. When he when Michael's introducing Ryan to Dwight, it's like Dwight clearly like has less social cues than Michael uh-huh. because like even Michael knows like I should introduce myself to these people <laughs> right. and just like you know Dwight fixing his glasses while Ryan comes up and him sitting like staying seated yeah. in his seat and then like Michael has to tell him like shake his hand like <laughs> I almost feel like with Dwight though like he knows yeah like, I feel like he knows the social cues but he's like. I do not want to show that I respect this person yeah, because I true. am like the most powerful person yeah. in this room. <laughs> I don't want anyone else to it's think true. that they have more power than me. Yeah. But it's also like, I don't know. It's weird because he has the social cues, but he also doesn't at the same time because he's raised in this like completely wacko family <laughs> where he doesn't have like any idea of how like actual like courtship works or yeah. like or office. Manners. Like he has no sense of manners. Yeah. Really. Yeah, because you think of, like, later things, how he just, like, he's so blunt with how he says everything, except when it comes to, like, people he wants respect from, because then he, like, sneaks his way around, (laughs) like, gaining their trust. Mm -hmm. But, you know, especially, like, when he's trying to, like, date other people, like, especially, like, Isabella, I feel like is a good... I'm jumping, like, way ahead. Yeah. But, you know, just, like, the fact that he (laughs) just, like, is like, oh, you're... Or I guess especially to, like, the inter like the documentary film cast or crew Mm -hmm. it's just like he's like oh uh isabella would be a more perfect fit for me because she is taller and has a longer lifespan and it's just like (laughs) super blunt with all of these things um but it's just interesting to like see because like i don't know you could gain two things from watching the first pilot i feel like when you're first watching it and you have no idea who these characters are, it's like you really understand that Dwight just like doesn't have respect for anyone except yeah. for Michael. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously he has some kind of, he looks the part of being raised from a wacko family. So definitely. you're like, okay. Yeah. He's definitely like <laughs> not the kind of person that you'd want to do business with. <laughs> Yet he's the best salesman there. <laughs> do we know if he's been homeschooled? Like, he was for sure homeschooled, right? Yeah. I mean, he never mentions, like, an actual school that he's gone yeah, to. Yeah, I'm surprised, like, that wasn't more, like, uh, yeah. something revealed about him later. That is, yeah, because, like, even we know that, like, you know, Jim went to... Well, like, you know he did, because the later episode when he's running away from his old oh, friend yeah. because like of the reading school, group. Yeah. yeah, like, you know that, like, other people have gone to, like, public schooling. Right. 
but I don't think it's ever mentioned that Dwight does. It just feels like a homeschool Yeah. Thing. Like him and Moe's. Yeah. Like <laughs> learning, learning math. They're like repeating math equations or something. I mean, it feels so like perfect for them because, I don't know, their family has like very specific teaching methods yeah. and they don't want the public yeah. school to They're, like yeah, take their... <laughs> they would not leave that up to someone else. Yeah. They're like, we're going to teach you and no one else. <laughs> In fact, you're going to teach yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's totally how it would be. They yeah. like lock them in the barn with like a book and they're like, you can't come out until you've learned something. <laughs> like, that would... That's totally how their education works. <laughs> and I also noticed like Dwight, he, like one of the first interactions between me him and Jim is when he like taps Jim on the shoulder. Yeah. And he like tricks him. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you don't see that really any in any later episodes. Yeah. Not too often where mm-hmm. where Dwight is pranking Jim. Yeah. And I don't know, it's just kinda interesting to see that be like, oh, so at least in this episode, Dwight like yeah. wanted to get back at Jim a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it like perfectly sets up their um I don't know, their like character uh, how they deal with stuff is just because like you know obviously Dwight is the one that irritates Jim so that's why he pranks him all the time right. because if he didn't then Jim wouldn't really prank him he'd yeah. probably prank Michael like I feel like that'd be his Definitely. next target yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean you know it is because he ends up pranking him at the end of the, the pilot episode Right. Um, but you know like obviously Dwight irritates Jim and so that later sets up like obviously the jello and just like mm-hmm. the the pencils right. <laughs> in his desk um and that's like also another telling thing about dwight is just like you know the throughout the entire episode um jim's just trying to like get through his sluggish day mm-hmm. and using his ruler to like <laughs> to <clear laughs> establish <himself>. their <laughs> his dominance like, yeah this is my zone yeah you cannot cross it yeah and just like the especially just like when Jim is setting up the pencils and he's just like this is like I could fall on this uh-huh. I could pierce an organ <laughs> and Jim's just like yep I hope so <laughs> <laughs> right and yeah I think it just like perfectly sets up like mm-hmm. exactly their relationship because you have like the first thing you see is Dwight antagonizing Jim and then like it just proceeds from there where Dwight just keeps like poking at Jim when he's just trying to like get through this job that he doesn't really like yeah and then you know obviously jim retaliates with pranks <laughs> it probably helps jim's day go by faster. i'm sure it does like that's gotta be his main motivation yeah and like to make pam laugh too mm-hmm. like those are probably his two main motivators for pranking dwight yeah and just like staying there in the first place because mm-hmm. like um, you often like especially when Jim is first describing like what his day right. at work is like uh-huh. it's just like you hate your job like why <laughs> yeah. are you staying here and then like as you're watching it you understand especially like they really like show Jim and Pam's relationship from the beginning yeah, like, that true. I feel like that's mm-hmm. a, like they establish Michael's character and they establish Jim and Pam's like, this is clearly going to be a love interest yeah like these are the two things that like they knew they wanted to focus on from the beginning and so they like immediately start out with those two and they're essentially the strongest things that carry out the seasons yeah that's from true then like on. they play for like that whole plot plays for yeah I mean Jim and Pam throughout the whole show yeah but, yeah for like many seasons mm-hmm. it's a lot of implications yeah 
but yeah i just like the relationship between jim and pam is just like obviously like he talks about like the mixed berry being right. her favorite flavor <laughs> and just like how he's so set on like knowing everything about her mm-hmm. and then especially like so you know i'm trying to think of this as like if you were watching this for the first time and just like the perspective of a like oh you know jim and pam seem like they like each other and you know pam rick's she doesn't really comment on Roy until he enters yeah. the scene, which says a lot. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she talks about, you know, obviously their their um, engagement being played out for a really long time. Right. And then especially when Pam leaves and Jim and Roy are just sat at the, yeah. <laughs> the receptionist table. That's another thing that's telling is when Roy walks in, Jim, like, backs up. Yeah. Because he's like, I know I'm flirting with your fiancé. Yeah. Like, he knows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> it's... <laughs> Like, really uncomfortable. Yeah. I just, I have to wonder, what was in that bag that Roy was holding? Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> Jim was like, what's in the bag? And then Roy <laughs> <That's> leaves. <true. laughs> I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Something, man. Whatever Roy's doing. What is Roy doing? I don't know. Are mm. they playing basketball? They have a basketball hoop down there. Yeah. I don't know. Basketball clothes. I was, yeah, I don't know. It seemed, like, really bulky and, like, sharp. Oh, yeah, I didn't even look at it. Yeah, but I don't know. know. You just think of, like, the dark possibilities that (laughs) spring from the office and you wonder. Yeah. (laughs) Who knows, man? Yeah. (laughs) I think Roy has a serious... dark secret. Yeah, a dark secret. (laughs) Maybe that's why he's been putting off their engagement for so long. He's waiting. (laughs) (laughs) He can just never commit. Yeah. Yeah. But he can commit something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, also, I didn't know this was like a shot-for-shot remake, pretty much, of the UK version. Yeah, I, I've i never watched the UK version yeah, of The Office. I think I started that, mm-hmm. but it, I did it after I'd already watched the yeah, US version. It's just so weird. Yeah. And I already... Like, Ricky Gervais, no question, He's like he's got a really like genius mind for yeah. comedy but yeah. I, like his acting for some reason i don't know it's just kind of off-putting to me uh-huh but i don't know but it's interesting that it really is like a shot for shot there was a few subtle things they changed yeah like that scene with dwight and like the pencils uh-huh. apparently before like in the uk one it was like boxes like paper boxes oh. <laughs> they like built a wall <laughs> i thought that was kind of funny okay but yeah I always feel bad never watching the UK version. Yeah. But I just, I don't have a reason to because mm-hmm. I've watched the US version and I don't know. It's just, it, it feel, I know the UK version came first, but if I watched that one now, I'd be like, this is just a different version of The Office, <laughs> yeah. which I don't, you know, <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at some point we should. Cause I mean, that's what started it all. Yeah, it's true. But... I don't know. Like I... Didn't um, Steve Carell not watch the other version because he didn't want to be influenced by yeah, Ricky Yeah, like Gervais's he started watching it and he was like, okay, I need to stop because yeah. I'm just going to emulate Ricky Gervais uh-huh. on this. Yeah, I know. Like, did anyone... I wonder if like any of the other cast watched the other version. That's a good like, question. I don't know. I wonder if they pulled anything from that or if they just like... If everyone tried to stay away from it. I would imagine. Well, like, we know John Krasinski. Because mm-hmm. weren't you the one who told me that story about how he, at his audition... Like, he was talking to someone. Yeah. And, like, that's how he... And it was Greg Daniels, because he was like, I don't know if, like, 
we yeah. can pull this off because Americans yeah. do everything worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he yeah. wants to watch. Yeah, because he said he was a big fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so probably like some of them. Yeah, but I don't know. It'd be interesting to know like which ones actually watched mm-hmm. it and to know if that like influenced their characters at least from the beginning. Yeah, um, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I like if I was. If I had a role in The Office and I knew that there was like another mm-hmm. show already made about it, I feel like that's definitely something I would do. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I want to talk about Kevin. Yes. Because obviously he isn't shown a lot in this episode, mm-hmm. but it's so clear in the beginning how not dumb he is. I know. What <laughs> happens to his I, character? I can't. I don't know. Because like... It's so weird because I obviously love Kevin, but it's such like a stereotype Mm -hmm. and it's, I don't know, like obviously he didn't really care, but I don't know. I feel like as if I was him, I'd hate to be like set as like the dumb fat guy right? (laughs) because that's just been played out so many times and it's like, he's an accountant. Mm -hmm. Like it'd be cool if they had like Kevin be at least like, you know, he has like his Kevin side. Right. Because, like, obviously that's still, still, like, played out in the beginning. Because mm-hmm. he, you know, he's obsessed with, like, sex and stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, it's not... He's not stupid. Yeah, he still is confident. Like, yeah. I think he does... I bet he has, like, some weird, like, Rain Man abilities, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, where he's just, like, really good with numbers or mm-hmm. something. Because, like, we also learned later that he was, like, really good at poker. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just kind of weird how they sort of just, like, degraded his character. Over yeah. Time to be like, okay, we're just going to make you into this now. Uh-huh. I don't know. That's it. Maybe the more we watch, we can kind of figure out what happens with him. Yeah. Because it's kind of a shame in some ways. Uh-huh. Because he has a lot of potential as yeah. a character. Yeah. Because like, yeah, he has some like funny moments, but mm-hmm. those are just like, hey, I'm a funny fat guy moments. Right. And they're not mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, obviously there's like the famous like Kool-Aid man face. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know. There's just not a whole lot to his character until like i don't know i'd say like the finale of the whole show yeah like not till like season nine is uh-huh. really like we see more of his character mm-hmm. but even then like he's still sort of his reduced version yeah of kevin but i guess in the pilot though there's no there's not really many hints yeah of like you know him being like really stupid or yeah anything yeah he just kind of seems like a normal yeah guy we'll talk like really about that boring. in the next episode because mm-hmm. he's a bit more focused on him in, in diversity day yeah that's true i don't know i just like even just like the small moments of kevin that you just see him throughout like because you only really see him with like the pretzel but i feel like it's not like it's not even established then that like he's gonna be a dumb guy yeah because it's like obviously he likes food Mm -hmm. but it's like it's not i don't know it's not as like he doesn't seem like he's gonna be stupid but he ends up being yeah, that which way. is weird because they give him like a lot of attributes along the way to mm-hmm. suggest that he's like a deeper character. Yeah, like, he plays the drums and he sings yeah. and he's really good at poker and cooking. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's weird how they kind of decided to make him less of a character. Yeah, I don't know. I because like he, like there's other people who could play into that trope in the office as well, which mm-hmm. would be like Phyllis and Stanley, mm-hmm. and they don't have those like attributes right because like phyllis is like the nice mom and then stanley's like the sassy black guy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like 
you know, I don't know. It's just, it's a shame because you have someone where you show like, you could argue that Dwight is kind of like, I don't know, stupid as well. Just because he's like, obviously he has a lot of intellect to him Mm -hmm. because he's very good at sales and just like all the... And like, I feel like book smart too. Yeah, like he's he very has, like, book smart. Like he has like a lot of facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Like in like social situations, he's kind of an idiot. Mm-hmm, and yeah. so, but like his characters played out really well because they like match those two to make a full rounded character. Mm-hmm. And I know that Kevin isn't like the star of the show. Right, but. But everyone really has like something to them. And obviously so does Kevin, but not in the same way that everyone else does because mm-hmm. he doesn't like. They don't really show, like, much of his life. Yeah. And and they even do that with, like, Oscar at Yeah, we learn more about his. Especially in, like, the later seasons. But, um, like, the only one that you don't really see lifestyle is, like, Creed. That's but, true. But, like, that's the whole point of his character. Because <laughs> yeah. um, he's, like, Kevin's, like, more of, like, a B character. But yeah. Creed is, like, a C character. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, I don't know. I just... There's so much loss with Kevin, I and I it upsets me sometimes. Yeah, it is kind of a shame. We'll definitely talk about that more. Yeah, for sure. I know. I I feel like we should have like an ongoing thing throughout our podcast that like check in time with Kevin, yeah. like how's his mental state. <laughs> Maybe there was an accident. Would consider this? Huh. I doubt. It, I don't know. I'm just throwing theories. Yeah. Maybe you got in a bad car accident. Maybe I don't know. Cause I don't know. I'm, again I'm jumping around things but it's just like you have Stacy right. who was mentioned we saw her did we see her? I don't think we saw her his fiance right? yeah I don't know if we ever do see her yeah but she's mentioned and then they break up and I wonder if that might be the Maybe. point where he I don't know yeah. We'll have to find out yeah. when we watch Probably it. Probably when we analyze it more, we'll kind mm-hmm. of see yeah, yeah, yeah. how his character. Yeah, because that's the only like traumatic thing that I can think of that happened to him. That's true. But that like is mentioned. Um, I don't know. Because it's just, it feels, for all these writers that like smartly introduce their characters from the beginning, it's, you know, you wonder like what happened exactly mm-hmm. to make that choice to be like we're just have we're just gonna have kevin be like the funny man right yeah (laughs) who doesn't really have a lot of development Mm -hmm. um yeah and that would be such a good resource because like in later seasons they kind of like like the main characters kind of get boring a little bit so they Uh feel like they need to introduce more things but would have been more interesting is if they would have turned to maybe characters we don't know as much Mm -hmm. And just really be like, okay, let's get to know Kevin. Like, yeah. Yeah. And that would have been, that would have been exciting to me. Yeah. That would have been so much better than introducing yeah. like these people that are gone in a season. Yeah. Because these people have been with us forever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I want to know what they do exactly. Totally. Because we know what the main characters do now. We know exactly like how they think and what they want. And, you know, we don't need to establish their like wants and needs anymore. Like, I don't know what Kevin wants. Yeah. Or, like, what like he what needs to learn. Is. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, you know, the only thing we learn is when Aaron joins. And then Michael talks about Kevin, how he signed up to be in the warehouse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then Michael decided that he was going to be an accountant. And that's all we learn about, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just, it'd be interesting to, like, 
just know more. Like, obviously, yeah. we wouldn't go back in time and, like, find out how he started. <laughs> but, I don't know. At least, like, allude to the fact. I don't know, man. Maybe they would have... We were talking about um, time travel as a plot device. <laughs> so they could have gone back to that day. And Kevin had his interview. And he ends up in the warehouse instead. It's like, it's totally it's, different. A, it's, like, it's like one of those, like... Um, offhand episodes where they just like <laughs> they just have that for like an episode and then they never, <laughs> they never like talk about it, it again so <laughs> where funny. it's just like a nightmare that kevin has <laughs> oh my gosh that should have happened that's a shame it's so funny kevin's like buff <laughs> oh my gosh oh man dang it yeah that would have been so good <laughs> yeah but i don't know um I don't know. The other little things they introduce is like, I mean, it's just like a little jest, but like with Angela when Jim and Pam are talking and oh, the cat Pam's party. like, are you going to go to Angela's <laughs> cat party? <laughs> yes, which I never catch before uh-huh. until like I read more about yeah. like, the overview of the episode. And I was like, I never really noticed that they mentioned like Angela's cat party. Yeah. And that's great. Again, just they're just sort of giving these clues about mm-hmm. the characters. Yeah. Which is so good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're so good at doing that. Um, One thing, I'm like, I don't know. Do you know if Jim, like John Krasinski, had acted much before this? I don't think he really did. Because I think, I think I read when I was looking up all those office facts is that Mm -hmm. he was kind of giving up on acting. Oh yeah, I think I've read this. Like he hadn't had work in a while, Mm -hmm. and he was like, that was going to be his last audition, or something. Something like that, where, you know, he just was giving up on, like, wanting to do it. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of curious, like, because he's, like, obviously after The Office, he's taken off with, like, oh, sure, his yeah. roles. Because, like, you see, like, I'm going to tap on the table real quick. <laughs> um, but you just see, like, you know, he was, was it... Jack Ryan? What was the recent thing he that was That sounds in? right. Jack Ryan. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. Um, you know, like, he's buffed up yeah, so totally. much. It's just so weird. It's so weird for me to see him in a serious role. Yeah. Like, I... That's not... Like, I'm not, like, trying to, like, bash on his abilities uh-huh. as an actor. But it's just weird when you see someone in a certain role for, like, mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And it's sort of like a comedy light. And then to see him act in, like... Just to be completely serious the whole time. Yeah. Like, wait a second. Are you about to pull a prank? I know. Because, like, I think my first, like, I don't know, like, A Quiet Place came out last year. Right. And it's just, like, I don't know. I I think I'll, always, like, most people will always see him as Jim. Mm-hmm. And I think just, like, just the fact that he can do a serious role is, like, you know, it's surprising because all we've, we've seen him in is like, you know, uh, more comedic role. But even in The Office, he does have like serious moments That's with true. Pam. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's just like, especially when I saw A Quiet Place, it was like, spoiler alert. But um, <laughs> when he like, when he screams and then the monster kills him, it's just like, I don't know. I just... I I cried because I was like, that's Jim, and he's just looking out for his kids. <laughs> he's such a dad. Um, but I'm looking at his movies, and when did The Office come out? Like, 2009? When 
was that? I want to say it's a little earlier, maybe like 2005, 2006. So, yeah, there it wasn't. Aired in 2005. Okay. Pilot. So he was only in two other things before that. Okay. Um, this random movie called Kinsey and another one called Taxi. Okay. Um, and then he did a couple things throughout his office years, obviously, right. but um. Yeah, he wasn't. It just looks like B list movies that didn't take off because I've never heard of them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it would be discouraging to just like, I don't know, not like find anything and then to have such a, an amazing role. Just like, it's a huge breakthrough. Yeah. Holy cow. But I mean, for all of these people. Yeah, everyone. Because, like, I'd say obviously Steve Carell was more of a character back then when he started but he still like didn't have a whole lot no, yeah. going for him he was working on like um the daily show right i think with john Stewart. i'm not sure i'm pretty sure like yeah. him and stephen colbert i feel like we're like mm-hmm. writing for that show yeah but i don't know i think it's it's also funny in like the first season it's just like how uh steve carell is built just like yeah he's not he's so much slimmer in the later yeah, the seasons. The pilot is for sure. Like, yeah, he's a little more pudgy, mm-hmm. and I feel like they like really modeled him after Ricky Gervais' character because he yeah. got like, slick back hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. Like it just he's yeah. His look is so weird mm-hmm. in the first like few yeah episodes, and his hair's like so greasy. Yeah, it's so <laughs> it's really greasy. Bad. It's really gross because it even it it adds to his like sleazeball character. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Again, that's like not what i feel like they really like started as you said like modeling him like as ricky gervais but like in the later ones they like modeled him after michael because it's like and also steve carell too they're like okay they like kind of recognize like okay steve carell is like a package yeah and we can like rely on him yeah you don't have to rely on someone else for steve carell but um yeah just like i don't know because michael obviously his personality traits are a little so-so <laughs> yeah. but i think the fact that like he dresses like super cleanly and mm-hmm. like you know tries to be such a smart guy it like you know he looks like he's a businessman but on the inside he's he isn't not, yeah. um which i think is more so his character when they start really honing that in yeah. the later seasons but that's true like in the because he has like his sleeves rolled up and he's not wearing a jacket. Yeah. But then later he kind of like establishes yeah. his like wardrobe and mm-hmm. like he does look a lot more clean and neat. Yeah. But I think it's really fitting because it's kind of like a juxtaposition because there's like this outside version, but yeah. <laughs> he really is on the inside. Yeah. It's kind of funny. Yeah. Because I don't know. I think that's just kind of like do you even like look back on like the pilot episode when like Ryan's first introduced and like. Mm-hmm. You know, Michael is meeting this fresh face that's new in the office. And, you know, he's like, his first thing is just like, oh, hey, welcome. And then he's like, he's like, oh, wait, what's your last name? And then he's like, is that like the Three Stooges? And like, so immediately he's like hit into this, like Ryan's just introduced to this, like, um, who is this guy? Because he's just being really weird. <laughs> I don't know if he's just like pretending or if he's actually like this. That'd be so strange your first day of work. Yeah, like, he like the first thing he does is talk about Three Stooges and then does like a Hitler impression. impression. <laughs> it's like okay, what if I had store for? <laughs> like 
I would have seriously considered recalling the temp agency. <laughs> I mean, it is funny because, like, just imagine, like, going in on your first day mm-hmm. as a temp and then they're already talking about downsizing and you're <laughs> right. like, um, okay. <laughs> like, why, why did I, I get sent here? Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just love the, like, because it's odd because Ryan's, like, so in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not invited into the, like, meetings because, like, <laughs> Um, he's like sitting outside when they're all talking inside and he's talking on the phone to like the temp agency or something and he's like um they're talking about downsizing I don't know it's my first day yeah and it's just like <laughs> he's just like not even I don't That's know if he funny. doesn't want to be there or like I don't know I feel like Michael would like ask him to be in because he loves his right. <laughs> like meetings but I don't know it's so odd to just like see him like on the outside mm-hmm. but I feel like it also is like telling to his character which is basically this entire episode is just showing what these characters are like it's just like ryan's a complete outsider to this whole thing and he is throughout pretty much the whole show where he just like i don't know he tries to dissociate from everything that's going on around him (laughs) (laughs) which i wonder what like got him up to that point it's just kind of interesting to think about like where was Ryan like two weeks before this you know <laughs> where were you <laughs> yeah Michael was dreaming about him <laughs> like, I just really want just someone to come into my life that I, I want a hot establish. slice <laughs> a new hot slice to come to the office I mean Pam's taken there's no one else <laughs> Jim's too tall for me <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> he's totally that's totally what he thinks about when he's going to bed you know you yeah. just see him like laying in bed just like thinking about that just like who do I want to sleep with and who do I want to be best friends with <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes those are like his two main priorities <laughs> oh, oh well let's see um, a couple fun facts that I found yeah out. hit me with there some was, smoking so facts when <laughs> when um, Jim and Dwight are having like the little battle and Dwight setting up his or no Jim setting up the pencils. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim has a little label printed shut up on his tie, like it's just like a little <laughs> on his tie. So that's just a fun fact that okay. was on his tie. Huh. Kind of interesting. Um, if you were wondering what Stanley was holding in the meeting, what drink it was, because at first I thought it was like rum, and I was like, why does he have like a huge bottle of whiskey? <laughs> But it's Pedialyte, so. Oh. Yeah. Also, I want to talk about, like, how Stanley looks in the first, like, season. Because mm-hmm. he's so, like, fit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's still, like, a little overweight, but he's, like, you know, he's standing in the <laughs> conference right. room. Right, stand. Yeah, <laughs> no. That's so not his character. I know. <laughs> it's just so weird to, like, see him standing in the conference room. Because you're just like, okay. <laughs> you never get up to that do anything. <laughs> But he soon replaced his Pedialyte with a crossword puzzle book. <laughs> As he should. And he soon began sitting down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my main fun facts. I, think. Okay. I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. Also, just one line I really liked is when Michael's like giving out his list of like his favorite people. And like the fourth one is God. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I know, I commented on that too. Like, Probably God would be fourth. Yeah. <laughs> just... There's just some people that just... <laughs> And it's also, like, a weird, like, God complex that he has. Because he's, like, kind of comparing himself to that as well. Yeah. Where he's just, like, 
I don't know. He just sees himself as like this all powerful yeah. being. And just. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Just taking credit for other people's work. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much all he does. It's true. Um, I don't know. Like my, I felt like my favorite scene for this episode is when Michael's meeting with Jan in the office. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's our, also our first introduction to Jan. Yeah. And, like, his dynamic with her where he wants to be, like, really liked by her. But it's just not working out for him. And Jan is like, oh, my gosh. This yeah. Guy. <laughs> yeah. I hate to just, like, talk about the funny jokes in it. But I also like that he's, like, I call her Hillary Rodham Clinton behind her back. Uh, I don't say it to her face. Not because I'm scared of her. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I don't know. Again, it's just, like, that also, like, sets up the dynamic between them. It's just, Mm -hmm. like, he's, like, I'm not scared of her. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, you know, she's such, like, a... You already, like, know just from her aura that she's, like, very, like... You know, she's gonna mess some things up when she wants to. Um, But it's also, like uh interesting because like i don't know you always like obviously this isn't exactly set in reality but just like it's so odd that like she's talking about downsizing and then todd packer calls and then she's hit with like this just like horrible like non like just so unprofessional response to everything Mm -hmm. and she doesn't like really reprimand it that's true yeah yeah that does seem like something she would do. I know. And it's just like, I don't know. It's just so interesting that because, I don't know, obviously, like, they can't get downsized for the fact that the show has to exist. Right. But just like, I don't know. It's just odd that Jan wouldn't, like, really even comment on it at all. That's um, true. Like, she has, like, a look to her. But it's just like you know Todd Packer is so unprofessional and you just like constantly wonder because it's not like he hides the fact that he's unprofessional yeah. you just wonder like, how he's still working there <laughs> like even if he knew that Jan was on that call he yeah. still would have said the same thing I know so, like, nothing would have changed yeah because like sometimes he does like try to act more professional to people but I don't know it's he seems like so sure of his job there that he's never gonna get fired that he's mm-hmm. just like i can say whatever i want right it might just be like uh i've worked here for so long that but part of it and yeah. i wonder he's probably good at his job because mm-hmm. he does like traveling sales yeah i bet he's pretty good at like talking people into buying paper oh yeah he know. seems like a car salesman <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so i wonder if that fact alone keeps him around so like yeah like he brings in the guy, numbers but yeah. like he's really saving our backs right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's probably and i, I just like kind of makes me shiver to think if how much that's happening in the actual workplace i know and there's people who act like that but they're just kept yeah because of their performance yeah i don't know i feel that like that happens too often yeah like i don't know not to like get all preachy about it but like definitely like with the film industry it's just yeah. like i mean you're good at directing so <laughs> <laughs> we're just not gonna we'll just let the sleep out when it does and then <laughs> Yeah, definitely true. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. They, you wonder, like, <laughs> you just always wonder how this company is still, like, working. <laughs> yeah. And it kind of makes sense also why, like, they're struggling. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, okay, yeah. <laughs> maybe you look a little closer at personnel. Yeah. 
I know. Uh, just like the also the comments with the Stanford branch. It's just like, um, I don't know. You're already like talked about how there's other branches, so you already know that that's like you know they're trying to compete with just surviving with the other part of their company. Right. And then I don't know. Just like um, I find it funny just with like how. They later talk about Josh and you get to know Josh a lot more, but just like how the, the, um, contradiction between how Josh handles things and how Michael handles things. Yeah. Um, because like Josh still has a temper to him and he like freaks out when he wants to, mm-hmm. but like, you know, he does that with a reason. Too. Yeah. And meanwhile, Michael's just like, uh, me no get an agenda and I don't like <laughs> I don't like the sound of downsizing. That spooks me. You know, yeah. no, thank you. Just like the mention of words, like he doesn't even hide his emotions. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> yeah, I also love like it takes such a short amount of time for him to turn around and tell everyone else in the office that downsizing. Is happening. <laughs> like, Jan is like so clear. She's yeah, like, this is this stays in this room. Yeah, and Michael's like so downsizing. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna call in a meeting. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, just, like, the hard cut to the next clip of yeah. just, like, did you hear there's going to be downsizing? <laughs> <laughs> so what does downsizing mean? <laughs> um, I don't know. There's also, like, a tiny part of Angela's character. It's just, like, when they're talking about downsizing, it's just, like, her being, it's definitely going to be me. Like, I wonder where that comes from yeah. of her, like, I don't know. Because... I feel like she has a lot of confidence on the outside, but not on the inside. Mm-hmm. But it feels, I don't know, like obviously her character isn't super established in the beginning, but just like, it's weird to see her like so, I don't know, just like scared That's true. on the she's outside. She's insecure about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> that's definitely like some kind of childhood yeah something with her parents like she felt like she was never good enough or something yeah i don't know i mean like she alludes to the fact like later in seasons how she like hasn't talked to her sister in a long time that's true um like it seems like there was just a lot of arguing around her family but i don't know it's just so like odd to see her just be like yeah i'm definitely gonna be going because she's so sure of like the one thing i feel like she is sure of is just her job and how well she is at doing all of these things um and then the fact that kevin like furthers her idea that like yeah it's gonna be you <laughs> like <laughs> i love that interaction too. yeah that's great yeah it's like, and it's kind of fun like i read that that accounting department like they before they started shooting they just like did 30 minutes of like pretending to work mm-hmm. in the office yeah to like get that sort of office vibe and yeah. apparently those three just kind of struck up a nice relationship yeah i'm sure i'm sure like all the little desk clumps yeah. just like got to know each other which really is kind well. of fun yeah yeah because like i read about all the little facts of how they just like they would actually do work yeah in the office mm-hmm. while other scenes were going on just to like get the feel that they were actually like in an office yeah, space like there was stuff going on yeah and like in the beginning they didn't even have internet um but then they later did yeah (laughs) so they could actually like do stuff and like have little chat logs with each other Mm -hmm. while they were doing things but um i don't know just like the amount of like attention to detail in like a show that they didn't even know was going to take off yeah it's just so surprising because obviously like when you're trying to do a film 
thing it's you want to put a lot of work into how everything goes but it's like especially with a pilot episode yeah it's just like yeah but i guess it makes sense though because you want to like put forth as much effort Mm -hmm. as possible yeah look we can do this and Mm -hmm. we can do this right so that might have like yeah just that little bit i feel like it might have given them the edge with nbc oh i'm sure you know what? I think you guys can handle this, so let's give you a few more episodes. Yeah. Let's see how it goes. I know. Because I, I feel like if they just, like, didn't um, play up the attention to detail as much, they wouldn't have gotten, yeah. like, any further with that show. And what's cool about that is they actually, like, went and researched office environments. Oh, really? Did you know this? Yeah. No. Like I, there's this interview with Greg Daniels, and, mm-hmm. like, he did this for other shows. Like, he was on King of the Hill. Like, he co-created okay. that. And so for that, like the write like little notebooks, and they went to Texas and oh, like wow. just like tried to learn about the environment and like, huh. how people interact. And so he had his writing team do the same thing for the office. So they okay. went to like workspaces and took notes. Oh, uh, wow! Like, so just it's amazing that they went yeah. that much. They're like, we're gonna be reporters and just like show. Yeah, I wonder like what those like notes. I know look it'd be like. so cool to see. Yeah. Like, what were the things they picked up on? Yeah. I bet there's a lot of stuff that we may not even uh-huh. recognize, but that just somehow makes it an office. Yeah. And it's just kind of cool. Yeah. Because like, I don't know, obviously a lot of people don't see this as real, but you, like a small chunk of people must have first started watching this before that, because like a lot of the actors weren't known. So, yeah. you know, to like see them, you're just like, oh, it's just another thing. So I wonder, like, what percentage of people at first thought that this was, like, a real documentary. Yeah, I thought there was a few. Yeah, because they make it feel so real Mm -hmm. that it's hard to differentiate between, like, what is actually, like, you know, (laughs) what's actually going on and what's just, like, being brought to fiction, you know? Yeah. Um, But I don't know. It's just, it's interesting to see just, like, the lengths that they went to try and make this feel just like as raw as possible just like especially with like the handheld cameras and just like especially like when he's when michael's first talking to pam and just like when he's talking about you should have seen her a couple years ago and the camera just like whips over Uh and then like the slow like old school zoom (laughs) into her face and then it like slightly unfocuses and then focuses onto her face where it's just like it feels so like you know uh not unprofessional but just like this just feels like a small film crew went in which is true and they just like went into an office space and just like yeah. had this really yeah. weird boss and they're like <laughs> let's build here yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's just it's interesting to That's see very cool mm. man well should we wrap this episode up yeah but uh yeah um so if anyone's listening to this yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening to our first episode of talking about the pilot of the episode um, of the office so yeah um to establish exactly what we're going to be doing we're going to talk about each episode of the office for an episode of the podcast um so i don't know if you want to watch the episode right before you watch this one you can do that or afterwards or i don't know you can do a little marathon with us yeah 
this will probably last us a long time. I'm sure it will. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of episodes of The Office. So stick around. Yeah. Uh, probably the only one we'll skip is the one where they recap with Toby. Yes. Because there's no reason to talk about that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a garbage episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, the thank you for listening to this. Our little party planning committee podcast. Do we want to put the committee in there? Sure. Why yeah. Not? Party planning committee podcast. Um, and yeah, we'll see you for the next episode when we talk about Diversity Day. And we'll see you.